You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number. If you want to jump in on the show with us this morning, the X accounts at Locker Room 109, at Barry Sanderson, at Wimp Sanderson 1, and the email address for the show is wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app. If you're going to be traveling uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, uh, you want to catch uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, you can catch it right there on the app, uh, but download it right through your smartphone. You also can send all the show's messages throughout the day on the app. There's a chat box on there, so get that onto your smartphone or your iPad or your computer, and uh, you can communicate with us right there. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what your project is this season, pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand, pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks, so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. If you're going to build, build it right. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you, and always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Justin, uh, good morning. I was uh, riding. I think we're the only people up in Tuscaloosa uh, right now. It's like all the stations, maybe one. Uh, everybody else got tape things on, but we're here live. How was your Christmas this, uh, yesterday, Justin? It was good. Uh, I did some traveling on Sunday. Got to go to the Titans Seahawks oh, yeah. game and yeah. uh, came back, had Santa come by and got to uh, celebrate with my family. It was a good time. It was good. There you go. Uh, I don't know why I went to bed at nine something last night, but I am. I don't know about you two. I am tired this morning for some reason. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Oh, doing okay. Um, a, lot, a lot of different things that happened over the, the few days that we were off, and I'll go through those very quickly and. And uh, we'll see what happens there. But, uh, you know, when the, when the recruiting kind of ended, you know, we'll f- know four years from now how the recruiting went. I won't be around, but somebody will be able to tell it. Um, Florida didn't do quite as well in Alabama and Georgia in the league. Auburn did very well. Auburn's going to continue to get some more players. Those three have done well in the recruiting part. So that's behind us now. A lot of transfers, a lot of people unhappy, a lot of people leaving. Georgia's getting a wide receiver from Miami. Uh, they get a running back from Florida who's very, very good. Uh, Ole Miss is getting one of the top uh, offensive linemen um, from uh, Texas A&M when they had that great recruiting year. And um, so a lot of things are going well for them. Um, tonight, or today, uh, Bowling Green plays Minnesota tonight in the Crick Lane Bowl at and uh, Texas Tech and Rice, which is just so-so, is a first responder bowl in Kansas. New UNLV play tonight at Guaranteed Bowl. Alabama is arriving, in my understanding, in the uh, in California, Pasadena today, uh, playing Michigan, who has the number two defensive in the country and a pretty balanced offense, although I think it's 
leans a little bit towards more running the football. You're going to have, uh, I'm sure it's your, all of y'all's delight. You're going to have Chris Fowler and Herb Street doing the games. Uh, if you're traveling, uh, Chris Stewart will be doing the games on the Alabama Network. They will arrive today and defeat all those guys for a week. As Barry and I think about it all the time, it's a pretty good, pretty good deal each week. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, the FSU quarterback, Rodemaker, has said he will not play in the in the Orange Bowl, and the Florida State is suing the. Uh, ACC over with the withdrawal fee. Uh, the withdrawal fee was way, way uh, in, up in the millions and millions and millions, and they're suing them over that and have a, somebody to, to do that. Uh, a couple of games. The 29th, Kentucky plays in basketball against Illinois State, and LSU plays Northwestern. Those, that's the first two games. And then the 30th, we've got uh, we've got nine teams playing this this. Little deal here is kind of a mixture of football and basketball, knowing that football is a little bit ahead. Got nine games and uh, on Saturday, uh, that's when it really gets started. Alabama will play Liberty at one o'clock in Birmingham, and and Chattanooga will will play Auburn in uh, Auburn at eight o'clock that night. Um, that's about uh, all I have. I think Barry. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is trying to look over and study his contract negotiations for a new contract. He has not signed it, but he is studying the restrictions that they put in him not being able to talk to the NFL that he wanted to leave. Jerry Kill, who coached the team against Auburn at New Mexico State, uh, has uh, resigned and gotten out of coaching. Don't blame him. And um, that's about it on the coaching field. Why did he get, I don't understand why he... Got out. I don't know. He's uh, kind of a different kind of guy. Although they, of course, everybody says everybody's a different kind of guy. I know. So I, I don't know. But Jerry has done a good job, and um, I, I don't know what happened there. But uh, we just have a lot of you know. If I, I can't. I'm not going to get on here and tell you everybody's gone everywhere. It's silly. And uh, uh, but if you you can look it up and see. But that, that's. Pretty much, we got three. If you want to look at games tonight, you can. I'm no use. Being up. We're not a really a Barry and I. Are, I don't think our listeners are really pro football guys, and and the uh, they they tell the scores before I get on. So that's pretty much what's happening, and um, we'll see what happens in the bowl game. Will be at four o'clock, four o'clock our time next Monday. Uh, should be a very interesting game. Alabama will be working, uh, arriving today. I guess they'll practice today. And I'll tell you what, folks, it, it's a lot of it's a lot of behind the scenes work to get your football team ready to go and get them out there. Know where you're going to practice. Know where you're going to stay. Know what your schedule is. Know where your coaches are. You know, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot goes on to this, and uh, so. We'll see. Okay, B. Yeah, they'll have their press conference throughout there. I think you'll actually hear from the coordinators. I think you usually do. Yeah. Uh, in these bowl games, which is always kind of a nice deal. You don't even really know what these guys sound like, uh, so you get to hear from them. Um, on the Harbaugh deal, uh, I think he's gone. I think he would have signed the contract. Then there's okay. a lot of – I don't know if he's gone or not, but there's a lot of things that uh, Coach Kelly uh, from LSU will go to Michigan. Yeah. Um, yep. So I don't oh, know. by the way, I have a, I have a, what's his name on for LSU on uh, seven thirty. Uh, uh, what uh, Ron Higgins? 
That's the reason I got him on this coming this coming Thursday. So Ole Miss, people are projecting them next year with what they're getting in the portal and what they have returning, what they've done recruiting, and maybe being. I saw somebody said they may be ranked as high as five uh, next year. But if let's just think this through. If Kelly were to leave, they say he's just not a great fit at LSU. I don't, I don't know whether he is or yet. And uh, where does LSU turn? And some people say they may turn to Oxford to go get Lane well, Kiffin. They said that at Auburn. They said they said that at Texas A&M. <laughs> I'm t- here's the deal with him, and people don't understand this. As far as going out and sitting in Mama's homes and recruiting people, he doesn't do it. But he, I'm talking about. Lane Kiffin, his personality is such that kids kind of like to play for him because he's off the wall a little bit. And he, he, the transfer portal is the greatest thing that ever happened to Ole Miss football. Best. Because of the way he just goes about things, runs on fourth down and all that kind of stuff. And kind of, he's just different. And the people, the people go to him. As far as going in there the way Coach Saban does and and hugging the mother and have his picture made with a prospect and the daddy and those kinds of things. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't care whether you agree with it. When he was right. in Tennessee, he was a relentless. I think he recruits the job he's at. I think he just does not feel like he can get the high school kids at uh, at Ole Miss. Uh, I'm so not arguing put, that. I'm just saying, I'm saying that's the way when he, he does when it. When he was at Tennessee, man, he was everywhere recruiting. He was bringing cheerleaders into South Carolina uh, to go to high school games. He was doing all kind of when, things. When who, when who was it, Tennessee? Lane Kiffin. He was he was recruiting. I think he recruits. I think he figures out the job they he's didn't got. Get, they didn't have a very good team. He wasn't there long. Well, well, it don't matter. He wasn't there but one year. Okay. Well, you believe what you want to. I've told the listeners well, I, I, exactly okay, the way then he is. How is he recruiting so well where he's got He's because great. he goes through the transfer portal and does a darn good job with well, it. Kind of thing. I'm not criticizing him. That he, I'm just, I'm just saying that some people don't like the transfer portal. I'm one of them, and you're one of them. But I think if he got to LSU, he would realize he could go get the freshman. He ain't more going to LSU than I am. I mean, I don't know. Why did they, they go to A&M? He's right there with A&M. A&M's got plenty of money. Because A&M's think. too proper. They wouldn't take a oh. guy like him. Okay. Okay. In my opinion. I think he's kind of... Uh, well... He's kind of a fly-by-night guy. He's yeah, and I talked to Auburn people about him who, who were pretty good people. And when it got down to him and, and the one they took, uh, they took the one they took. <laughs> anyway, his name always comes up. I don't okay. know if he'll be a – it better be interesting to see. He might uh, be. He might He might be dead right. He might be the LSU coach. I don't, I don't know if the LSU coach is going to get any jobs or not, but you're right. He's just happy. He, He's. Uh, I, I don't know if that's that's the reason I got Ron on. That that's. Uh, I don't know if he's just unhappy or what the deal is, son. I don't yeah. know. Um, a lot of people in Auburn uh, opting out for this bowl game or getting in the trans. These guys getting in transfer portal. Heck, they couldn't even play receiver at Auburn this year. Where do they think they're going? Uh, <laughs> but their main guys are will be there. Um, this Florida State quarterback, this is another thing, Justin, I don't like about the transfer portal. This guy's waited his turn. It is his turn now to be a starter. And evidently, Florida State's going to go get some transfer and bring him right in over him. And so he's like, screw that, I'm out of here. Well, I think FSU's number right now is around 15 of their starting players have already entered the portal. Yeah. We got a bad orange bowl, son. Yeah. Orange Bowl is going to be back. All the bowls, so far the bowls have been 
bad. You got bowl games today, one o'clock, bowling green in yeah, Minnesota. Tonight, Kansas and UNLV. Any of these games, any interest in these games tonight? I see. Now, I announced them, but I announced them just quickly and got rid of it because I knew that people wouldn't go on. Particularly if they wanted football tonight, they've got some, but uh, basketball starts the 29th. That's not two games there. You know, Kentucky plays, you like to watch them. And it all comes up on Saturday for basketball. We got a mixture of Alabama. We got a mixture of basketball and football. I'm trying to get trying to get guests in to do a little of both. Um, Jack Crow will be in on, on uh, Thursday. And so. All right, uh, we'll take the break. we got Kevin Skarbinski at the bottom of the hour. We'd love to have your phone calls to help us through the day. I was uh, driving in. There's nobody out today. I flicked it around the other radio station. They all had national shows. <laughs> I started thinking, Justin, why are we doing a show today? Ain't nobody else up here doing a show. Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue in Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road. For all your cleaning needs, there's only one choice this community is Royal. 205-391-0034. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, they've cleared the wreck on 15th Street. Everything moving well there. And everything around town looks pretty quiet. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Tuesday morning. Respiratory illness cases in Alabama and Mississippi are at a very high level and expected to go higher due to the New Year's holiday gatherings upcoming. The Alabama Department of Public Health says while COVID-19 is increasing elsewhere, it is the other two virus, influenza and RSV, that's causing a problem here in Alabama. Emergency department visits across the state have risen by 46%. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather. It's free. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Calling all in. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Expect clouds, a little patchy fog early this morning, increasing sunshine during the day. The afternoon high near 58. Tonight, partly cloudy with an overnight low near 36. And for your Wednesday, a decent supply of sunshine. The afternoon high near 58 degrees. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. It's about to snow in this uh, studio in here, so it's, I don't they got the air on in here this morning, but uh, SEC, uh, SEC, SEC, that's all people talk about uh, 
like it's the best league in the country. I don't know whether it was or not this year, but we'll play these bowl games and people will uh, make their uh, opinions about it. And the first uh, team to play will be tomorrow, Dad. Uh, Texas A&M, Oklahoma State is the first SEC. Obviously, Texas A&M has an interim coach there, I guess, running it, although their staff is getting in place. Oak State, this game is played in Houston, uh, Texas, uh, A&M is a two-point favor against Oklahoma State. A&M seven and five, taking on the nine and four Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, just your thoughts about that being the first. And well, is it fair to say whether these leagues were good or bad based on these bowl games with so many people in and out of these rosters? I think it's hard to tell. Yeah, I don't think you can tell. But I think uh, as far as being in, in, in disarray, I think uh, A&M is. I think A&M is kind of, you know, got people leaving, people coming in. I think uh, if if one of the two is the most stable, probably uh, uh, Oklahoma State has probably kept their guys a little bit better. They, they hadn't defended very well. They didn't, didn't defend very well the last couple of games. Um, I don't know. I would, I would think, I would think if that, that uh, Texas A&M will have a more difficult time than people realize. Two points, not much anyway, so it's about even. So I would say Oak State has has got a good chance in that game. I don't yeah, know. I just, it's it's going to be obviously a pro A and M crowd with that game yeah. being Houston. Houston sure. College Station's not very far. Uh, so I don't know. Be interesting. To see, uh, they always think when you have the new coach in, those guys maybe practice a little bit harder, trying to impress the new staff. You know, he's probably out there trying to learn his personnel and see what he's got and see what he needs. So, if I were a player, I would think I would probably be putting a little more into that yeah, with the new with the new staff out there. Is that affected at all? These guys? And I think it does somewhat. I I think and, and I think this guy's very good, and I thought he was going to be one of the two or three. And I say this all the time. I say it the same way all the time. For whatever reason, kids looking to see about offensive guys who are going to be the head coaches. They just do, I think. Um, um, and I think this guy will do a good job. But some of these offensive tackles have left. Some of these offensive people have left because they think the offense is going to change, going to do this. It's just uh, – you at A and M, you know what a great place it is, and you and you would think nobody would ever go to A and M and then leave. It's so that's a terrific place, but um, I, I I don't know. I think the news this guy will do a good job. He'll put a lot of discipline in the program. Uh, there'll be a lot of behavior there, that, and it'll take him a while to get it the way he needs to get it. And actually, A and M don't doesn't not want to go a while longer. They've been they've been waiting for a while, a while, a while, and not getting where they want to get. But um, we'll see. I don't. You may have more better comment yeah, on I, that than you know, I just think it being A and M, and we'll see. Uh, Clemson on Friday. Clemson and Kentucky. That's my blue plate. Uh, your blue plate. The line's holding at four. Uh, I was picking State's brain. My daughter's husband he's a big clemson he owns clemson pajamas uh he says that clemson's got most of their guys uh so i would think uh that for kentucky um you know i think they're got a pretty stable program and that should be probably one of the better yeah. bowl games uh, of the of the season as far as team other than the national championship the semifinals there you know the start the 
the stir that they're trying to stir, and I don't know how it needs to be stirred, is is the coaching situation, uh, the, the discipline situation um, at Clemson uh, with the kid that Daddy played there or something, and he they got after him in practice, and they, they I, I was looking at it last night two or three different places. Devo was being heavily criticized for whatever he did, which I'm not. I doubt very serious is that bad, but uh, a little bit of controversy there. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, the other game on Friday, Ohio State's lost their quarterback. Uh, Missouri's yep. had a great year, so I'm sure they'd like to finish that up at ten and two. Ohio yeah. State eleven and one. Uh, this game's played over in Arlington, the Jerry World. Uh, Ohio State one-point favorite. Uh, you think on paper it'd be a bigger favorite than that, but maybe not with their quarterback uh, out there. Uh, will Missouri be able to finish the deal here and uh, cap off what would have been a, been a great season for the Missouri Tigers? I think Missouri's fans are excited. Uh, and there are a lot of them in Kansas City, St. Louis area. And I think they'll they'll go in there, and it'll it'll be it'll be a deal because Ohio State thinks that Missouri can't beat them. I can tell you that right now. They think it's well. Oh, we got Missouri. That's good. Uh, so um, I think Missouri will play them hard and well, and get after them, and 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 really want maybe want the game a little bit more than Ohio State wants it. Uh, although you've already mentioned about the quarterback at Ohio State leaving, that hurts them some. So. I would say this will be a good football game, better than, you know, when you look at it, you say, oh, Ohio State would run through them. I, I'm not sure they will. A coach has done a good job of getting, of getting Missouri playing right. He's got a little a little personality to him and, you know, was laughable and all those kinds of things. So, I, yeah, I think, they'll, I think it'll be a good game, Barry. Yeah, uh, like I said, the over-under is 49-and-a-half with Ohio State being a one-point uh, favorite there. And they'll get to... Uh, play a new quarterback there. So, but uh, the Saturday games, real quick, uh, and we can come back to these. Ole Miss, Penn State, uh, Ole Miss. That's hard uh, to figure. Ten, both teams are ten and two. Uh, that game will be over in Atlanta. Good game. Uh, Auburn, Maryland. I think it's going to be a dud game. Uh, yep. uh, Maryland's quarterback Tulia's yep. out. Auburn's got several people out. Oh, they do. Well, just the, the opted out or. Okay. In the portals, backup receivers mainly. Uh, and then Georgia, Florida State. Uh, that line has gone up to 16 and a half. I think Georgia will probably put it on those guys. Hey, Barry, did the reserve quarterback, uh, not reserve, what is his name, but the guy that didn't start, is he leaving Auburn? Yes. Is he going to play in the bowl? Robbie Ashford. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's playing in the bowl or not. Uh, I would say no if he's. Uh, heading out, and then the so coach, he's leaving because of what the coaches said about the start, starting quarterback for next season. Yeah, I think, probably. Yeah, I think they felt like they needed to get some receivers in, and that uh, Peyton Thorne could throw the football. So they went out and got it. Uh, according to I think two four seven, the number one receiving signing uh, group coming in. So so they've tried to put better people around Peyton Thorne. And so I guess they feel like he is the guy unless uh, something changes here. Well, I, I, I talked to one of the boosters the other day without calling his name, and he said and he was he was feeling good about the recruiting, and he said, and we got some more yet to come. Yeah. 
All right, uh, two-minute truck there at 1330 Martin Road. He says you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth. It's local, out of town, out of state, that the professionals handle. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. If you got to clean up for Christmas, uh, you need to get uh, stuff put back in place, then they can send two men out there to do that for you as well. 205-247-5050 is two-minute truck movers. Who care? Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, they've cleared the wreck on 15th Street. Everything moving well there. And everything around town looks pretty quiet. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at towns of Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Everybody. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. The Yellowwood Pressure Treaty Pine from Great Southern. You're going to build, build it to last. Go to Yellowwood. Com to find the dealer that is closest to you. Uh, we appreciate those guys being a great sponsor on inside the locker room. Right, though, I didn't communicate real well. He thought uh, Kevin was coming on 8.15, I think he's 7.30, so he's trying to dial up uh, Kevin uh, right now. But uh, these top programs in the SEC, I think uh, they have the Georgias and the Alabamas, um, and I don't know who where you go from there, but uh, you know they seem to be okay. Uh, not a lot of guys transferring out, though so their programs are pretty stable. These other programs, uh, Florida, for instance, uh, all these programs are in disarray. I guess LSU's maybe okay. Uh, but just your thoughts about where these? Yeah, are. I just think it. You know, we don't hear it much, and they do a good job of hiding it. But I would say for Georgia, it's a downer. Uh, you know, they, they've gone against coach and, and he's, they've won 29 in a row and all of a sudden they got a chance to be the national champion. If they win that game and go on and Alabama comes in and beats them. I think it's, uh, you know, I don't know how many guys they've got leaving, but they've got some coming in because they've been so good at it. But I think it, to me, the, it's got to be a downer for those guys. I know the team they're playing in Florida State is a complete downer. Yeah. And uh, All right, uh, let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline. He obviously writes for the Birmingham Lee com with the Coach Safely program. Uh, joins us every uh, Tuesday. Uh, good morning, Kevin. Happy holidays. How you doing? Hey, Kevin. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. I'm good. I hope you are also. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're... Uh, we're struggling this little bit this morning, Kevin. I guess the Christmas blues uh, this morning. <laughs> I, I just got up and threw a hat on and came on in here. But uh, let's talk about this Florida State situation. Uh, I guess they're suing the ACC over uh, the buyout. Do they already know where they want to go? Uh, do they know who's going to take them? Just kind of help me kind of tell us what uh, Florida State is exactly trying to do here. Well, that that's the real unanswered question. Yeah. You know, you can probably, you know, th- there will probably come to a point where there's a dollar figure that they can pay the ACC to get out. And that's almost always the case in these kind of situations. But the real 
mystery is where where are they going to go? Because I don't know that the SEC is clamoring to add anyone else. And I don't know what Florida State brings to the table, to be honest. Yeah, they have a great history under Bobby Bowden. and and But Bobby Bowden <laughs> last coached there in 2009. And while Jumbo did some good things early in his tenure and, of course, won a national championship, and and now they Mike Norvell's brought it back. Uh, they they have not been they have not been great. They have not been the best team in the ACC. Clemson clearly had risen above them, and you know they're not a big market. They don't bring new television eyeballs to the table. Uh, you've already got uh, the state of Florida. You've already got uh, the Panhandle with other SEC schools. So. Especially when, where the SEC is concerned, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm not hearing a lot of enthusiasm from from people, you know, from SEC folks for adding Florida State because for, for one thing, you're not going to just add Florida State. You you would have to add another. You'd have to add two schools in pairs now. So, uh, you know, who else? Who would be the other school if now if if it looks like the ACC is going to come apart if this move is successful and say Clemson and North Carolina, et cetera, start to follow suit. Well, then that's a different, that's a different story. And that's, and that's probably what's going to happen if, if Florida state is successful. Yeah. So, you know, then, then, but then you have to ask yourself, okay, are Florida state and Clemson attractive to the SEC? Is it because, you don't want the Big Ten to get them. You don't want the Big Ten to basically uh, invade your territory in the southeast and take those schools. Obviously, North Car- I think North Carolina and Virginia would be would be very attractive to the SEC because those are new states. Those are new you know new television markets. And how big does the SEC want to be? That that's a that's a real question. You know, you start getting past sixteen. And you are creating a lot of issues for yourself if you get to an 18 or 20 team conference. Yeah, no doubt that. Um, I know we can talk about Alabama and Michigan, we, uh, but can you imagine they're flying in today? Can you, Kevin? Can you imagine feeding those goobers three big meals a day for <laughs> three, till, Jan- till, Jan- till January till uh, till uh, next Monday? Yeah. Can you can you check that bill, Barry? Barry needs to check it. He's money conscious. Barry needs to check it. Can you imagine that? Hey, I, I know what it. I know what it. Uh, I know what it costs to, to feed two teenage sons. Well, not not. Well, one is no longer a teenager. He's uh, he's about to be twenty one, and the other's about to be nineteen. And yeah. and I know what I know what it costs to feed those guys just when they yeah. come home for the holidays. Yeah, so I can't imagine. Yeah, <laughs> and they're not they're not six five, three hundred pounds. Yeah, like a lot of Alabama. You got to feed them until next Monday. Yeah, and then you got to feed them on the way home. And all of them are trying to figure out tickets and all for the kid for their family to get there. And they're all arguing about they're, who's they're got not, this ticket, that ticket. They're, they're not staying at the Hampton Inn where breakfast is included. No, that's right, Barry. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, they, no, they, they yeah. yeah, yeah. That's one of the. Well, I will say one of the one of the cool things if you're a member of the media and you're covering games like this, they you know they don't put the media up at at uh, you know at a fly by night hotel either. Yeah. They put you up at a nice resort. And usually when the, the two times I covered the Rose Bowl, when Alabama played Texas and Auburn played Florida State, 
We were in Newport Beach at a very, very nice resort hotel. Of course, it was a long, it was a long way from, it was a long way from the Rose Bowl. And, but what was, another cool thing was they had, they, we got a police escort for the media buses. How about wow, that? Nice. We got some really, really dirty looks from California they drivers. Bad, they wrote some bad articles after the, uh, too, probably. But <laughs> as the, as the, as the, uh, the, as the chips, the uh, California Highway Patrol were stopping traffic uh, on the freeway. Yeah, there were a lot of unhappy drivers what, thinking, who are those guys? They, are they famous? Why are, why are they Why are they getting a police escort? Well, probably. Well, it was, if you, it was you a didn't have experience. a police escort, you might have missed the game, the traffic out there. So People brutal. just yeah. don't realize how much goes on with ki- the, with the kids and their tickets. Yeah. Where their grandmother's going to get to come. The uncle can't come. All of a sudden, he's got a can't. I mean, you're running around there trying to, I know how it is, just a little SEC tournament out there. Be, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a fiasco. I mean, they don't, oh, everything's and, going and, and there's a lot, that's a, that's a really good, good point though, Wimp. There are a lot of complications, yeah. if you will. There, are, there, there's a lot of, uh, there are a lot of moving parts going on yeah. behind the scenes yeah. in moving a football team across the country for an entire week. Yeah. And then you have to, and then, you know, your schedule is different. You know, they try to keep it as, as routine as possible, but they also want the guys to have some fun early in, in the week. They're, they they're out there. Gifts. They get good gifts. Oh, they get great gifts. But then, all, hey, you guys should remember, I'm flashing back now to before Alabama played Texas. You know, they have a media day where, and this was one of my favorite events, because you got, especially for schools like Alabama, now it's almost everybody. You got to talk to people you weren't allowed to talk to all year long. Yeah. Yeah. Every assistant coach, yeah. every player, the, every freshman uh, is supposed to be there. Yeah. But there was a bit of a controversy before that game. Rolando McClain, who was not a big fan of talking to the press, he did not make it to media day. And the story was that he had, he had uh, a, a virus or stomach virus or something like that. And I'm not sure that was necessarily true. A lot of people doubted that that was the case. They knew Rolando was not comfortable in settings like that. And, and especially where you've got, you know, they, they basically have two or three, either, either they do it at the, the stadium. I can remember at the sugar bowl, they would do it at the sugar bowl. And they didn't do that at the Rose Bowl. They did it at the, the media hotel and they have a, a number of big ballrooms open. And so you've got that, you know, hundreds and hundreds of media people running around trying to talk to everybody. You've got all these players, and, you know, in different locations. It was better when it was at the stadium, like at the Superdome, well, where yeah. it, a lot more room to move and talk to people. Never in the history of the bowl have we had a team like Michigan who is, has sanctions coming against them. Not counting the the scouting, which was were were is involved uh, separate from that. Other sanctions, right? A, co- a coach who may go to who's trying to decide whether he wants to stay or, or go through the not talk to the NFL if he stays. Uh, I've never, you know, the second the number two defensive team in the nation. Um, they call them a balanced offense. I guess they are. I think they're more run, but the controversy that that gone about gone around with this Michigan is quite it's gonna be a quite unusual game, isn't it? Well, what's the one thing you don't want as as a coach and that's distractions, right? Yeah, you got them. They got they got a boatload of them. <laughs> they, they, they got in, they got enough to fill the uh the Queen the what is it, the Queen Mary in Long Beach. 
um, the big ship there. Uh, it's very interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how focused they are when the game kicks off next Monday. And that's always that's always a concern when you've had any kind of a layoff, right? Yeah. You know, these guys haven't played since you know the first Saturday in December. Interesting. Yeah, so so they you know they've gone home, they visited their families. A, a lot of them have, most of them have, I would guess. And so, you know, they're out of their routine. You hope that they didn't eat too much. You hope they they stayed. They did some working out while they were on their own, while they had time off. Now you got to reassemble, and you've got to get back to the level of play that got you there. And then you throw on top of it all the questions they're going to be asked this week about the subjects you just mentioned beyond football, beyond playing Alabama, you know, beyond trying to win a national championship. Now you've got to talk, you know, people are going to ask about your coach. Is he going to be back? You know, are you concerned your coach is not going to be there? They're going to ask about possible NCAA probation. As you said, there will be questions about Connor Stallions and, and that whole deal. So there's going to be a lot of non-football questions, shall we say, asked of the Michigan players and coaches, and how do how do they handle that, and does it affect their their preparation or their focus focus to be at their best next uh, late Monday afternoon on New Year's Day? I guess this, you know, Coach Saban has done this so many times, and he's had to do it going to California, going to New Orleans, taking teams uh, to Dallas. Uh, is that an advantage for him? I mean, he has. Plenty of notes on, hey, this worked well this year, this didn't work well this team. Does that give him a little bit of a leg up on how to handle types of games like this because he's done it so many times? Yeah, absolutely. And not only has done it, but has done it successfully far more often than not. Yeah. And that's the difference, you know, for Michigan because, you know, they've been there the last couple of years. It hasn't gone very well in the, in the semifinals. So they clearly – have not found the right formula on getting your team to a peak and to play its best when its best is required. Alabama has done that time after time after time, you know, uh, except for that first year when they get to the semifinals, you know, you expect to see them in the finals because that's, that's what they've done. Except for that Ohio state game, uh, in 2014, the very first year of the 14 playoff, you know, they're, they're getting to the finals. And so that's something Michigan hasn't figured out. So if you're still trying to figure out that in addition to trying to, you know, deal with game planning for Alabama, which is obviously a tall task for anyone when you get to this point of the season, then that that's that's an additional concern, burden, uh, problem, potential problem that you have that Alabama doesn't have. Yeah. yeah but, but before we let you go, before we flip over here, Everybody says, "Boy, I'm really going to help out Auburn because the leading quarter, the greatest quarterback ever, Maryland or where else, is not going to play." I think it hurts Auburn. I don't. I don't think. I think Auburn have a hard time getting ready to play. <laughs> because, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, certainly, you know, again, from a motivational standpoint, yeah, it it, it raises it raises it should raise your level of play to go against a, a quarterback who's done what Talia. Tungvaloa has done at Maryland all the records he set, and he's their you know he's their best player. Yeah, you want to play a guy like that. You want to show that that you know you can shut a guy down like that. But that's not who they're playing. So yeah, there's oftentimes 
there's there's a letdown when you're playing a backup quarterback. And sometimes because of that, the backup quarterback steps up. I'm not sure that's going to be the case for Florida State against Georgia, yeah. playing their third string guy. Uh, but uh, and and of course that game, you know that that there's going to be more talk to outside of the playoff. That game will be the most talked about game of the postseason, and it will mean absolutely nothing because those teams will look almost nothing like they did during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Kevin, any thoughts about Alabama basketball? Uh, they obviously took care of business against Eastern Kentucky. They'll play Liberty. Uh, you know, the they struggled a little bit there in the tough part of their schedule. Maybe they found out some stuff about their particular team uh, there and what they need going into conference play. I think they have a pretty easy ride there early in the conference, but just your thoughts about whether this will be an NCAA tournament team or not. Well, certainly <laughs> strength of schedule will not be a problem for them when they when they get to Selection Sunday if they, if they happen to be on the bubble in terms of uh, the wins and losses. And also, in a strange way, uh, they they should have some confidence because even though they didn't win any of those high-profile games, uh, and, and Arizona kind of got away from them late, but for the most part, they were in those games. They showed they could play with those teams. Now, as Nate said numerous times, they didn't make winning plays when they had to make them. So there's some concern there. You know, last year you knew... You know, if you needed a bucket, Brandon Miller was probably going to get you a bucket. And and if he didn't, Noah Clowney might. You know, you had other guys that were going to make plays. You had, you know, Betty Ako to defend the rim and clean up any defensive mistakes you made. So they don't have the same caliber of player. Now they've got really good players, and they've got a bunch of them. So I think, an, or I think a good start to the conference might be really important for this team just to show that they have found that they can play with anybody. They do have some confidence. They've got playmakers, and now they're ready to show it in, in the SEC where it doesn't look to me, I don't know what you guys think, that there's a great team in the SEC. I don't know if there's a Final Four or a national championship team in the SEC. Some people are saying Kentucky may be that team. I'm not I'm not sold on that yet. I don't know about Tennessee, but uh, this, this looks like a lot of good teams, though, and it's going to be a challenge most nights in the league. So, no, they they should be prepared for conference play. I don't know if Nate would admit maybe he overscheduled a little bit with this team, but uh, those guys should not be afraid of any challenge they face in the conference after the teams they've played already. No doubt. All right, uh, Kevin, tell everybody where they can find you and get all your great stuff. Yeah, follow me on Twitter slash X at Kevin Skarbinski. You get links to all of the things that, that I'm working on, my, my regular – uh, writing every Monday, although we took yesterday off for Christmas. Uh, in the lead, you can go to Birmingham Lead, L-E-D-E, to, dot com to subscribe to that publication. Uh, that is a daily newspaper essentially delivered to your inbox. It includes a lot of great sports stuff and and beyond sports news, features, et cetera. And then my weekly Thursday newsletter, Scarbo Knows, comes out. You can find that through al.com slash sports. It's also a subscription product, but you can subscribe to the newsletter. And if you do that, you'll also get everything I write for the lead. So it's a good deal there. So I hope everyone will do that. Hope we have a, hope everyone has a wonderful new year and we have as much fun. I have as much do, fun doing what I do as I had this past year. Next Tuesday, you'll be called, you'll be telling us what happened in the game. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yes. It, it will be one of the more next Tuesday will be one of our more interesting visits. I would imagine. No doubt. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good uh, one. Take that break there. 
Uh, we'll open up the phone lines. Guys, dial us up. No more guests. Uh, we have some Nick Saban sound, uh, <laughs> uh, Justin. We may have to figure out some things to get us through the next hour. If you guys don't dial us up, 205-342-9904. Let's talk about it. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, traffic is remarkably light on this Tuesday morning. You'd think that we had an extra Christmas day, but no, it's a work day for many of us. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Don't miss your chance. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Expect clouds, a little patchy fog early this morning, increasing sunshine during the day. The afternoon high near 58. Tonight, partly cloudy with an overnight low near 36. And for your Wednesday, a decent supply of sunshine. The afternoon high near 58 degrees. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Inside the locker, yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. I guess uh, yesterday in the uh, Chiefs Raiders game, I guess the Chiefs were uh, looked like they were going to punt on fourth down. It was what fourth and pretty short there. Travis Kelsey came out through his helmet <laughs> and. Uh, Little did they know they ran a fake punt and they got the first down. And, of course, uh, the coach for Kansas City was not going to let Travis Kelsey go back in the game on that series after acting like he did. Uh, there. You think these people in Kansas City, I know they were all fired up about uh, Taylor Swift hanging around, but Kelsey has not played that great. Uh, here lately now where there's like, she needs to go on now. We're not, we just lost it home to the <laughs> Raiders. Are they they getting sick of this uh, Taylor Swift saga? Well, sure at first, are. it was a, a boost. Like, he always had his best game whenever yeah. Taylor yeah. Swift it, was it play, it in plays attendance. Itself out. Now, yeah. like you just said, they're having some se- second thoughts. Yeah, Dad, what are you saying? What are you it saying? Play, it plays itself out when you get beat. You're looking for something to blame it on. And then when you have somebody show their fan that's involved, involved uh, nationally with what he does, uh, it it hurts it hurts your team. Uh, you know you're you're trying to find a reason that you're you know you here you are Kansas City and you're winning all the time and he throws the interception um, uh, for the touchdown and it becomes uh, uh, trouble. I, I would agree with what you exactly. Well, I just think you know like he uh, on their off week he's traveling overseas to one of our concerts so he's his mind's been elsewhere so now yeah. they're. Uh, football team that's what nine six, uh, and so uh, they're four and four. They've all four home games now, so well, I think that I think the newness of the Taylor Swift stuff has well, worn off. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you know about us. You know, those old guys they got dates too. They got girls or, w- or wives or whatever. You know, we're not talking about us. And you know, we you know you're going over there. I didn't know he went over there, but it, that that's the case. Which it, it, you know, you're not. 
I just uh, I, and I don't know that. I think I think coaching wise, he does a terrific job coaching them. You know, he was at Philadelphia for years, and they didn't like him anymore. There's, nobody ever likes to coach very long, and uh, he. Uh, but, but they've got they've got I think he got a major problem there. Yeah, yeah. The the crazier story from that game to me though was Aiden O'Connell, who's the Raiders' quarterback, did not complete a pass in the entire second half, <laughs> and they still won the game somehow. Yeah, he was nine for twenty-one for fifty-two yard. Oh, excuse me, sixty-two yards, an average of three yards a pass completion. Uh, Justin, tell everybody about this. Uh, did you hear about this five dollar parlay bet that this guy he, that he did a fourteen, uh, not fourteen teams, but I think he picked fourteen different combinations of players that would score a touchdown, uh, and so every one of them had to hit for five dollars. And he came down to last night. Uh, Christian McCaffrey needed to score a touchdown. If Tish McCaffrey scored a touchdown, all the combinations of the three guys that he picked would have made it. Uh, so for five dollars, uh, what was his? Uh, what did he cash in there, uh, Justin? Yeah, so fourteen pick parlay. The the. Uh the like number I guess was plus what is that nine point seven million. So bet five bucks for four hundred and eighty nine thousand three hundred eighty three. Yeah, so for five bucks he won four hundred and eighty nine. For five dollars? Yeah. yeah. Five dollars. Pretty good pretty good bet. So uh I bet the people at Vegas that took that bet. Uh, what's the odds what's the odds on that son? Oh it would be not good at all. But, yeah the, the odds were Plus nine point seven, almost nine point eight million. Yeah, to win, to win. All right, uh, we'll take this top of the hour break. Open up phone lines. Hope to have your phone calls. 205-342-9904. You're looking forward to this bowl season. It's going to get rolling uh, this week. Are you only worried about the Alabama? Uh, Michigan games. That's the only game you're really worried about. You care less about the other games. That's kind of where I'm at at this point. You listen to Tide 100.9. Let's see home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, traffic is remarkably light on this Tuesday morning. You'd think that we had an extra Christmas day, but no, it's a work day for many of us. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Hey, football. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles, here's Eddie Garcia. In the NFL, a Christmas Day triple header and the top teams in each conference went toe-to-toe in the Bay Area with the Ravens beating the 49ers pretty easily, 33-19. to The Ravens defense for San Francisco quarterback Brock Purdy into a career-high four interceptions while Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson had two touchdowns. Ravens are 12-3, and best record in the NFL. 49ers dropped to 11-4. and Raiders surprised the Chiefs in Kansas City 20-14 without scoring an offensive touchdown. But Vegas' defense had two big scores, seven seconds apart. One a fumble return for a touchdown, the other an interception return for a score. Kansas City falls to 9-6. and six. 
Eagles hold off the Giants for a 33-25 win. Philadelphia snapping their three-game losing skid. Quarterback Jalen Hurts had two touchdowns, one rushing, one passing. Philadelphia's 11-5, tied with San Francisco and Detroit for the best record in the NFC. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room, 205-342-9904. appreciate Kevin Skarbinski, who joined us in the 7 o'clock hour. Andrew Knifer, he's my Allstate insurance agent. Let Andrew become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. A lot of you have it on automatic draft. Really have no idea what your coverage is. Do you have enough? Do you have too much? Uh, could you save some money there? Give Andrew and his staff a call. They'll take great care of you. 205-722-9201. Also, we were talking about Jerry Kill in the first hour, and I asked that as to why did yeah. he step away. And uh, I had Nelson uh, email me. He said health reasons. He used to suffer from the seizures even on yeah. sidelines in Minnesota. Doctors never wanted him to coach again. So Yeah, Tim, Tim, Tim sent me a note too on that yeah yeah so uh i guess it was health reason because it wasn't obviously because the team did uh very well uh this year and obviously knocked off auburn all right let's get right to the andrew Kniffer hotline and get tom in good morning tom i was wondering if you were awake this morning uh listen oh yeah yeah i've been awake uh i just um my uh walking schedule was a little lighter i was listening but it was a little lighter than what it normally is so had all that going on, gotcha. and, uh, but I definitely. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Morning. I hope your home day was good. Yeah, I'm doing today. fine. Thanks. Well, good. And uh, but you knew I was going to call today because of uh, of the Jags and and your success in Florence this past few days. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Uh, what Tom's referring to, we went out and played the Times Daily Classic and ended up. Uh, Playing the home team in the championship there, Florence, 7A Florence, over at UNA, which they've redone that arena. It's the first time I've been in. they got a pretty nice little skybox there. But anyway, we ended up uh, winning the championship up there. It was late. Uh, they had phew, a lot of games. That they were supposed to play at 7.30. We didn't, they didn't throw it up till 9 uh, at night. Uh, so we didn't get home till 1-something in the morning. But it's much better ride if you win. So our guys are playing well, playing well, so. Well, congratulations. That's uh, <clears throat> that's huge to uh, take those kids on the road like that two days in a row and or two out of three. I don't know what the schedule was, but uh, nonetheless, it, it's uh, it's huge. And uh, and I thought that was uh, well done. So congratulations. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. And we will uh, travel up to Hoover. Uh, this week and play Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So high school basketball. Oh, really? Yeah, I know uh, Bryant has a tournament out there starting uh, tomorrow. So there's a big tournament up in Huntsville. So a lot of high school basketball going on. Yeah, uh, throughout I, the you state. Know, the thing, I kind of, I kind of read uh, in the paper about uh, the tournament they had in Jasper. That turned out yeah. to be huge. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, you know, I would love to see more of that, uh, especially in our area, the West Alabama area. And uh, 
Uh, maybe cross over some classifications and 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 forget about all that and uh, and, and let's play some of these teams and uh, on these days that people are not working and so forth. I really think it'd help the exposure of uh, high school basketball because I, I for one believe there is uh, some high quality uh, basketball played at the high school level around here. Yeah, Jasper, uh, Keith Burns at Jasper. Uh, with booster digital display, they they brought in a lot of out of state teams. A really high level out of state teams. They played a lot of the in state uh, teams here. So they had two big days of basketball. Bart Heisch, uh They had all the games, I believe, televised. Uh, yeah, and so sure did. yeah, so it was a uh, first year they've done that, uh, and so I think that thing will continue to grow. And hopefully, maybe we can play it next year. Yes, Justin. Bart Heitch told us the other day on on the Gary Harris show last week that he did. 12 hours straight live television. They went uh, from about 9 o'clock all the way about 10 o'clock at night, uh, straight game. So, anyway, a lot of high school basketball out there, a lot going on in Birmingham. There's some local stuff here, and Huntsville's got the Huntsville Times up there, which I think is a big 16-team tournament up there. So, get out and support these guys, these, like, local high school kids. Yeah, yeah, great, great stuff there. You know, but I wanted to call in. I want to talk to you all about the uh, the moves that Florida State is making against the ACC. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been reading that. And uh, in my mind, and this is all my opinion, but uh, let's just assume that Florida State is successful in negotiating a breakaway and uh, and can afford to pay their way out of the ACC. And uh, my question was, who's going to go with them? And I believe Clemson is because I thought that was the rattling that we were hearing back in the summer, that the two of them were ready to move because they didn't like the TV payout. and They thought they were at a disadvantage. But my question's always been, and and not only me, but other people up the the line uh, have said, nobody really wants Clemson and Florida State. Uh, they don't bring anything uh, to the table, particularly the SEC doesn't want them. And, and the point was made that you got Alabama, you got Auburn, you got Georgia, you got Tennessee, and now you're adding Texas and uh, Oklahoma. You got some of the most iconic brands in college football already. So we, the people I talk to, we think, that uh, while, uh, the whole world is running madly toward a football solution for every freaking thing in the world. We think that SEC is kind of laying in the bushes, and they have had their eye on two iconic brands in the ACC in basketball, and that's Duke and North Carolina. It doesn't get any bigger than North Carolina, in my opinion, in basketball. And we, I think that that's who we, as a conference, have got our eyes on. And I think that Duke and North Carolina have been laying in the bushes as well. And they've been seeing that big check that's been handed out at the SEC meetings every summer. And uh, I think they are right for the picking. Dad, your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts are that if uh – Clemson would 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 want to stay in the ACC if Florida State left, because they'd be the head. They would they would they would be the bowl team and they would be the number one team in the league, and they wouldn't 
necessarily have to play Florida State anymore. Um, I think they'd stay. I, I don't think that uh, uh, you know we're going to sixteen teams in the SEC. I don't think I don't I don't know that Florida State is ever going to leave. Number one, they've they've set the the price so high, and I just don't think they're going to go to the Big Twelve. And I I don't know where they would go. I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure the SEC is right now with trying to work on this cotton picking football schedule of finally getting Texas and Oklahoma straight there. You're right, uh, football leads the bus right now. That they would want to fool with taking. I think it's going to be a long drawn out deal for for Florida State to get to leave. Is Florida State? Tom, are they overreacting about the situation? Yeah, it stinks what happened to them. But now with the 12-team playoff, as long as they finish at the top of the ACC, they're going to be in the playoff. This would never happen to them again. Uh, Are they overreacting a little bit based on what happened this year? Because it's not going to happen in the future with 12 teams in the playoff. Barry, here's the thing, I think. And, look, this is all opinion. I don't know. That's what what, 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 I'll worry about. But uh, I, I think that there's more under the surface about what happened last summer between the sure. ACC conference people and Florida State. I think there is some bad blood there. And I would agree. And I think that a lot of this is, you know, and look, uh, I think that if they could stick it to the ACC, they would love to. They would love for the SEC to come out and say, please. Come over here and be with us. That ain't going to happen. But they would love to stick it to the ACC. Let's face it. That commissioner and, and, and Florida State, they don't like each other no more, especially after this debacle with the playoffs. But you think, and, do you uh, think Clemson sitting back and saying, well, let's let Florida State fight this battle? Yeah. If, they win, just, if they win, then we don't have to get our hands. And then we can we have a precedent there, so then we can kind of make some decisions. But let's, oh, let, let's let them yeah. do it. We'll just sit back and let them be the, be the uh, I don't know what, mean guy or whatever you want to call it there. And then we'll react, based on, yeah, we'll react <laughs> on based on what happens there. I think that's exactly right. I agree with you on that. And uh, I, I just uh, – but I really believe – I have for a long time. I heard for years that the SEC would love to have North Carolina and Duke for the what it would do for basketball. Can you imagine having Duke and North Carolina and Kentucky in this conference? It Does it get any better basketball-wise for, uh, for brands than that? It's pretty big, pretty big. It's huge with North Carolina. Yeah, and I, I swear I believe that that's that's what we're looking at. Yeah, I, I'm a dad. I wish they. I hope they stay put. Uh, you know, they. Got, I, I think. I think it's. I, I don't think it, that I'll live to see Florida State leave. But that's a I, heck of a pipe dream, isn't it, Coach? Yeah, I think it is. And North Carolina and Duke are so competitive in there that they don't. Kentucky doesn't want to. Don't doesn't want. North Carolina and Duke stealing their thunder. Uh, I, I, I think it's a complicated thing with no answers to it. It's just speculation. I think you you made. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it is on my but, part. But it's a. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting to me to see. I'm I'm telling you right now. I just don't know where in the world Florida State would go. I don't either. I mean, I mean they ain't but, no place let me ask to you go. this, Coach. If they went to the Big Twelve, that that's that, yeah, that's just full. a parallel move, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. It's it's, it's full. It's full. You go from 
you go from central Florida on one end all the way down to uh, up to up to the other end. It's 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 uh, but here's here's the problem, Tom. I think you lose your rivalries when you're you got to hate each other a little bit to make the rivals good and True. to make the fans come. And when you have such a big league. You you lose your rivalries. You, you, you know, I agree. Nobody, nobody's mad at anybody. People got to be mad at each other, uh, in in, a, in, a, in the right kind of way. But you know, you want to really beat. You want to really, really want to beat Auburn. Auburn really want, it, and it it dies down. I think when you get to the oh yeah league. yeah look like yeah. this year Auburn. You know you know they were sitting down there all week going. You know what? We can really ruin their freaking season if when they come down here. And we beat them and knock them out of everything. We will laugh at them all the way back to talk. we'll laugh them out of the state. You know that's what that's what that we We almost did it, Tom. Up going, yeah. We was up here sweating, going, "Oh my God!" <laughs> but you're right, Coach. That's it. And you know what? When you get all these teams in these big conferences, you're going to be going well. We got to be buddies with such and such because they can beat what's your name. That's going to help us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, uh, Florida State, when they have their conference meetings, that'll be a little tension in the room. Uh, (laughs) Nobody will talk to them, they'll put them over in the corner. Uh, so anyway, we'll see. Tom, we appreciate the call, my man. Yeah, thank you. I enjoy the show. Thank, thank you, thank you, Tom. All right, uh, we got Bryce on here. We'll take this break. We'll get back. We'll get to uh, Bryce. We got plenty of phone lines open. Two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. You listen, Tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Expect clouds, a little patchy fog early this morning, increasing sunshine during the day. The afternoon high near 58. Tonight, partly cloudy with an overnight low near 36. And for your Wednesday, a decent supply of sunshine. The afternoon high near 58 degrees. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Wayne's Pest Control served over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the great folks at Wayne's Make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1 and get $60 off your initial pest control service if you tell them you heard it on inside the locker room. All right, get right to the Wayne's Pest Control Hotline. Get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning. Good. Merry Christmas, guys. I hope you all had a good one. We did. Yeah, hope you did. You traveling today, Bryce? Yeah, I just left uh, my daughter's house, and I had I didn't like to tell my little buddy bye, Barry. Wouldn't fun. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but we had a great time, you know. She's just growing like leaps and bounds, and she's she's walking a little bit. And she's man, I went and visited some old friends in my old neighborhood, and I come back in the house, and 
them eyes lit up and she'll say, Hey, it just kind of melts your heart there, Barry. What what's she you'll call there, what, what's she call you, Bryce? G Dad. She she's not saying it yet, but we're working on it. G Daddy. You G Daddy. Yeah. I got you. I got you, G Daddy. Just G Dad. But yeah. uh guys, I'm I don't know a lot of things are gonna happen, but I'm pretty sure of this. Uh the two things are gonna happen, okay, in the next few weeks. Uh after the uh, playoffs, uh, Harbaugh will not go back to Michigan, and they will have his replacement. Do y'all know who his replacement is going to be? Tell us. It's, it's going to be Brian Kelly. He can't catch the mustard in the SEC. He's going to Michigan. Okay. And that's two things that, that I'm over 90% sure about. All right, and who's going to LSU? Well, that's a good question. Wouldn't it be something if Jimbo went to LSU? <laughs> I don't think it'd be, but that would be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, the LSU <laughs> people are too happy if they hired Jimbo, though. You know, I think they'll hire maybe some young guy like the guy that at uh, Liberty, somebody like that. Unless you know of anybody else, um, you know, they would, they may take a chance on him, um, um, unless they ask Rodriguez to go. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Lane Kiffin? But, uh, uh, Lane that's Kiffin. A, was he code Elliot? Is, well, I guess that is. A, <laughs> yeah, that would be more money, wasn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know yeah. about the money. Well, but, uh, but, but he just signed a contract, didn't he? Has he signed it yet? Uh, I he just signed it. I don't know. I mean, you know, and... Mississippi, you can only have a four-year contract. So about every year, if right. you're doing well, they just roll it over to another four So for recruiting. Oh, how did you come out in the basketball tournament, Barry? Uh, we we won it. We beat Florence in the fight. We beat oh, Russell. I figured you would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I, and your dad enjoyed some good games up there with you, didn't he? Yeah, he got to see us play uh, Russellville. One, one game's all I got to see. They played good. Uh, Russellville, any good? Not bad. They ended up beating Dashler in the uh, consolation game. So, so how, how bad you beat uh, Russellville? Uh, 11 points. I think we beat them by 11. Was it 11? 11 points, something like that. 14. We were up points. We were up pretty pretty big. And then uh, I think we beat them. I can't remember. 11. That says 11. I guess it was, we beat Florence by 11. I think it was, we beat Russell by 14, I believe. Bryce, you there? I guess Bryce slid off into the darkness there. All right. Uh, any rate, uh, so Michael Southern, a uh, guy who's uh, pretty big on Twitter. He loves uh, Alabama basketball. He he agrees with Tom. He thinks that the SEC would love to have UNC and Duke. Uh, he says for the geographic footprint uh, to get in the state of North Carolina, that you're already in the state of Florida and the state of South Carolina. I, I don't. I, I just don't. don't think go, I think Duke basketball is big, but is there any other sport at Duke that brings anything to the SEC other than? I mean, I know basketball is big. I get that, but uh, is there anything else sports wise that Duke kind of adds to this conference? I just think the schedule wise, the sixteen teams is going is going to be the end of it. So yeah, yes, Justin. Uh, tennis, maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> tennis, I don't. I don't know. Uh, you think Florida, Florida State already knows the conference will take them if they were to 
somehow beats. I don't see how they're going to win this lawsuit. But if they did, or they ended up negotiating a buyout, do they already have a destination to go to? I think this will die down personally. Um, not die down, but they'll, they'll do what they can do. And, and uh, they're paying these lawyers a, a, a enormous amount of money unless these lawyers are Florida State uh, people that are bitter about uh, and willing to do it at a reduced rate or for nothing. Uh, if they've got lawyers that can do that, then okay. But uh, it's it's a long process, and when you when you when you leave, you got to go somewhere, and uh, there's nowhere to go uh, without taking another team. And if you take another team, I just don't think the commissioners are, are people. That, people completely forget scheduling. They don't even think about it. Scheduling uh, is to to where you would have people competing against each other that that wrought, had great rivalries is a killer. So I, I, we talk about it radio talk, but I, it's a killer when you do that. Yeah, and, you know these decisions. Uh, you know, football is one thing you play once a right. week, so you, right. you you can travel. Sure. But these other sports that play in the middle of the week, and they got a, a Wednesday Saturday game, and your Rutgers tennis is having to go play UCLA. I mean, how, how's that even? How's that even possible? Uh, for the, those kids will never be in class uh, because they're playing during the week. Uh, these are all just football decisions. But can you see there's a day where they say, "Look, we're going to only do it in." In the major sports, football and basketball, we're not going to do it. In baseball, we're not going to. We're going to make these other sports more regional. Uh, well, well, yeah, I just yeah, Minnesota versus uh, USC doesn't turn me on. Now, I'm in the state of Alabama, but uh, it just it just it just doesn't. Indiana playing somebody. It, 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 to me, it just uh, I don't know. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm too. I'm too old school. All right, back to the uh, phone lines here. We got Bryce back. All right, Bryce, we lost you there, my man. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I went to a dead spot. Hey, uh, I felt sorry for that little Eastern Kentucky team. I knew they were going to take it out on somebody. <laughs> Ooh, that was ugly, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. They got to play better against the good the big teams that's what they're they're striving to win the that's SEC it's not they know they're going to be East that's Kentucky correct. yeah how good is liberty uh they've been good in the past uh i think they play a pretty deliberate style the guy that's coached there was an assistant at virginia um i'm not sure okay. exactly how what their record is i'll look it up here when we get to break and let you know when we get back but that's well yeah uh, I'd, take I'd, on saturday up in birmingham yeah, I saw. Uh, yeah, I saw that they play Saturday, but uh, yeah, they. Uh, I figured they'd, they'd get mad on it, some little team taking it out on them frustration that they've been having, you know, not not playing good. But uh, I saw that score and I said, "Ooh, they'd have been to Eastern Kentucky." But guys, I just wanted to say that, and um, and I'm, and it's good to talk to y'all. And um, uh, anything else I miss while I was gone? No, nothing. Well, it was great. I was over my ex-brother-in-law's. We was over at Christmas Eve, and I watched the Cowboys get beat. That's a good day when you watch the Cowboys get beat. Yeah, like, Jalen won last night, and that was another good day. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, Liberty so, is uh, – the answer to your question is currently 10-3. Uh, uh, so, must, 
Liberty is. Oh, Mer- uh, Liberty? Yeah, 10 and 3. They got, uh, let's see, the last, they beat Utah Valley uh, last game. They beat St. Andrews. They beat Tennessee State. They lost to Grand Canyon. Beat Mississippi Valley, lost to uh, Charleston, lost to Florida Atlantic, which everybody does. Uh, they beat Florida Atlantic, actually beat Arizona over the weekend. Uh, they got Florida Atlantic still good. Yeah, they beat uh, they beat Arizona over the weekend in double overtime. They beat Arizona. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they still good. <laughs> yeah. Arizona ain't no slouch. No, they beat them. Yeah, so. Arizona's probably one of the top. I would say top three. Things in the country. Yeah. So, well, have safe yeah. travels, Bryce. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate y'all letting me talk. Coach, you have a good day. Okay. You I'll too. I'll talk to y'all later. All right. Uh, there's Bryce uh, traveling the highways. Um, yeah. So, uh, Bama's going to play up in Birmingham. You like playing games up in Birmingham? I do occasionally. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of Birmingham players back then. And it was good. It was really good for us to be able to recruit. And then say that we're going to play uh, there. We, uh, you know, the funny thing about it, we had uh, we had a nice record in the SEC tournament. We got in the finals two or three times. Birmingham never won it there, but uh, we had, you know, we had games that we played there, and it, it was important that Birmingham, you know, that we got a lot of a lot of. Uh, our crowd from Birmingham too to come see those kids play. So a little bit more important back then, maybe than than ever. Uh, actually, just out is uh, <laughs> Joe Lenardi's first bracket uh, has out, and he has Alabama uh, as currently as a six seed. Uh, so that tells you what strength the schedule does right there. Sure. Taking on uh, would be kind of a playing game the Kansas State or, or New Mexico. Uh, so he has Alabama clearly in the tournament. Uh, last four buys, Mississippi State, Florida, Michigan State, South Carolina. So there's two SEC teams. Uh, they get last four in, New Mexico, Kansas State, Texas, and Virginia Tech. So the bracketology is already out with Joe Lenardi. So uh, it just came out uh, about uh, five minutes ago. All right, uh, Dennis, something about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes before we get to break here. Prince Clover and Hayes, attorneys that uh, know the law, as I have mentioned, but also they know that there are changes in the law every year. And when you have an accident that necessarily didn't need to be didn't need to be caused, uh, somebody coming after you in a way that uh, you're injured, then they know exactly uh, what has happened in the past, and they can do a good job for you. Prince Clover and Hayes at three four five one two three four can talk talk with you on telephone, uh, can make a decision along with you to, to decide if you want to go further with it. If you do, uh, they'll be the ones to, to take you there, and they will do a good job in representing you in the courts of law. Prince Clover and Hayes, 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. Always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. Phone lines will be up at 205 342 9904 up with you till 9 a.m. Then we'll make way for the Gary Harris show. You list the tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. 
No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, traffic is remarkably light on this Tuesday morning. You'd think that we had an extra Christmas day, but no, it's a work day for many of us. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Alabama fans are all over the world, and we are too. Download the Tide 100.9 app right now in the App Store and Google Play, and take the Crimson Tide everywhere you go. Welcome back to Inside the Locker. I don't know that a lot of people knew this. I'm really kind of embarrassed that we never even talked about it. Uh, but uh, Deontay Wilder boxed over the weekend at, uh, in Saudi yeah. Arabia against Joseph Parker. Um, they had a deal in place if he won. Then uh, I guess he had a, a fight uh, with Anthony Joshua. Uh, that was going to happen March 9th, but uh, it sounds like he went over there and got beat pretty good. He was a minus 700 uh, favorite over in Saudi Arabia, but he hadn't fought for over a year. And heard, I don't know, I don't even know if JDs is still managing Deontay Wilders. Uh, it's just <laughs> you don't hear anything about it anymore. Uh, Justin, what do you know about it? I know he went over there. It was a unanimous decision. Uh, the according to the Scores are really wasn't even close uh, with Deontay, but uh, that's that's basically what I heard as well. Is he got beat pretty good, um, and I ever since the the round of uh, Tyson Fury fights, um, there's just not been much to go around Deontay Wilder. And like you said, he was fighting for a potential matchup with Anthony Joshua, but now he's not going to see that fight. Yeah, so I don't know what kind of money he loses there by not. Uh, Dad, just your, I don't know if you following it at all but I'm, yeah, it's just a, I, yeah it's just a situation where he had like you said he hadn't fought and when you go to Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia there's one thing in mind money you need money and he's gotten made money for fighting I'm sure yeah so I, I don't know what the payday I don't know if you can google that uh, google that just to see what they I mean to go all the way to Saudi Arabia uh, to box uh <laughs> you got to get a little oil money over there, I'm assuming. Maybe I'll try to call Jay uh, later on today and kind of find out what's going on over there. But uh, what's it saying? Yeah, there? apparently, reg- win or lose, he was ma- Deontay Wilder was making $10 million. There you go. Um, so Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a bad payday no, for, for no. Deontay. He get beat up for $10 million if he don't get beat up real bad. Yeah. So just, uh Yeah. So they did go the full distance, 12 rounds, but evidently it wasn't that uh, close. But um, I don't know. Deontay um, had a great career, uh, so it's probably coming close to an end. I don't know if he'll continue to fight or uh, continue to try to make a comeback there. But uh, as far as boxers go, I guess he's getting a little bit older uh, there. And sometimes you make all that money. It's just hard to stay motivated there did you watch any of the nba uh yesterday dad uh yesterday no, i don't watch it you don't watch the nba did you watch any of the nfl i did uh, I watched a lot of that. yeah i watched some some of it yeah i did off and on yeah so 
The one thing about the NFL, they have the things, they have it fixed with it, where the, where the everybody's seven and six and eight and eight and four, and they're they're close to each other. It's always competition to see who's going to get in the finals and get in the playoff. Pardon me. And uh, they have that work to where everybody is at each other's throat, and the fans there are just unbelievably supportive of their teams and wild as they could be um you know of course they show the wild part of it on television i understand they 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 get the wildest ones and show that but uh they seem to care a lot about their team winning and losing and of course the nfl coaches are in and out a lot gone don't stay long either but um nfl stays very very competitive is what i need to say and and that's to me is important because being competitive makes money. Yeah. Um, did y'all see the Ravens game with that court where the official fell in the end zone? Basically tripped. Nope. tripped. He basically tripped uh, the Ravens quarterback and they, they they got a safety. He threw the ball. They called intentional grounding. But I know that, that referee, he was backpedaling. It just kind of. Lost his bowels and fell. Uh, anyway, Lamar Jackson tripped over him in the end zone, and then threw it, got a safety. I'm surprised. Then the, nobody even said a word. So I, I thought that uh, if I was a coach, I'd been kind of mad that uh, that he got tripped by the official because he fell. Couldn't? Did you see that play, uh, Justin? The, yeah, and the official knew he caused the uh, the safety to happen there. He kind of just got up and shrugged his shoulders. And like, hey, I'm part it. of the game. It is what it is. Yeah, so. I wonder if uh, if he got a tackle for loss put on his stack home. The, <laughs> that the was a tackle. He should have got it. That was his tackle. I mean, he, he hit him. All right, let's get to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline get Cowboy in. Good morning, Cowboy. Good morning. Good morning, Barry and Coach. How are well, you, buddy? All right, I got a visitor out here Sunday in a driving rainstorm. Uh oh, Mister Bryce, he wanted to meet for breakfast. Did you meet him? So, yeah, I met him, but I kind of knew what I was doing when I got him to meet me at this place. He showed up, and he didn't have his wallet. No, Bryce. Yeah, he he patted his bag. He said, "I left it at my daughter's or somewhere." So, I. But I but I knew what I was doing. I I went to a place called Flying Fish that that uh, I got a membership coupon deal there. It's a nice place, and uh, and uh, so I got a two for one deal. I I I, I, I you know I, I had to I had to take care of the boy. You know, but did he Venmo you the money? Does he have Venmo? No, nah, no, nah, that's that's all right. That's all right. He'll I'll take care of him. It was Christmas season, you know. <laughs> Well, he just called he us. Goes, he didn't say he goes, that. You know what he said? He goes, I figured you'd wear your Washington shirt today. And I said, no, nah, I knew you were thinking that. You can't ever you can't ever outthink me. I'm going to stay on top of it. Well, he just called. He so, didn't mention he was driving back. He didn't mention. He mentioned that uh, it was hard to leave the grandchild. But he didn't mention that uh, he showed up to eat with no wallet. He, he left that part <laughs> out, cowboy. Yeah, that's all right. I I told him, I said, uh, I'm going to have to call the show and let them know. That. But that's all right. It was, it was good to see him. He said he saw Coach up in uh, Huntsville, and it was a good time. He had got, got you booked, and it was, a, it was fun, he said. So it was good to see him. He, uh, he thinks Alabama 
going to put one on Michigan. I said, I don't know, Bryce. I said, I'm a little worried. Uh, everybody's <laughs> kind of air-regulating this thing in, you know, and those boys in Vegas, they know something. Why is Michigan still favored? Yeah, that I, line's up to two. Uh, they're two point. It was, was it one? So why is, what is Vegas? I guess Michigan got more money in Alabama. They pouring it in on, on Michigan. I guess so. It, I don't know. It, 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 it's a weird deal. I guess they're thinking one of these days Harbaugh's going to win one of these games. You know, his brother's a heck of a football coach. The guy in Baltimore, golly, the amount of success he's had there, you know. Um, his brother's a more likable guy than, than Jim, that's for sure. What's your you thoughts know, about honestly, I ever, Go ahead. I said, what's your thoughts about Texas A&M? Uh, Taking on Oklahoma State in Houston there. That's the first SEC team that's going to take the field. Uh, is A&M going to be ready uh, when they play? Are they, are they looking forward to this game? And the, Will that be a sellout over there? I imagine the Aggies will show up. You know, they 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 go to games no matter where, what. I worked with one. She said they were thinking about going down there. So, um, I guess that, yeah, yeah, Houston's a big, big base for them. They'll go. You know, they get to sing all the Aggie songs and forming in the north end of the Reliant Stadium, your fighting Texas Aggie band. You know, they love to see that band. I had a guy tell me over the over the holidays here that some guys in that band can't even play an instrument, but they can march so it looks like they can play an instrument. You know, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what a Texas guy told me. You know, he grew up out here, so he knows more than I know. But that's a bizarre place. You you were there, Barry. That's a mighty Yeah, it's, there's no place you know, like that. Got this new coach, I'm going to predict now. This new coach, he'll be gone in four to five years. <laughs> Elko? Yeah. 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 You know, um, uh, and Bryce is big deal. He's pushing his, uh, when Harbaugh goes back to NFL, Brian Kelly's just, he, he says he's going to, um, uh, to Michigan, you know. Yeah, he's been reading yeah. uh, X. That's all over X, so that's what he's getting yeah. his information. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it, but, you know, I, I told him. Um, so how do you think the uh, SEC basketball is shaping up start conference play in about a week here? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, about, like I said, the, the six teams that are better than the others. Now, South Carolina's played better. There's always be a team that's that's really good that uh, has a bad year, and there's always a team that's really bad that has a good year. Uh, I'd say, yeah. I'd say I'd say uh, they've got it about right. Uh, I, I think Kentucky would be better in the end than they are right now. Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn, uh, Arkansas, and Texas A&M will be the best with Missouri just a little bit behind them. Uh, Florida will be down towards the bottom. Uh, South Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, Ole Miss is going to be better than they have been. They they played a weaker schedule too, but they have won. So um, twelve and zero. Ole Miss twelve and zero. Yeah, they're pretty good. So I, I, he is Alabama's losses. Is Alabama's losses in Tennessee about the same? I know Tennessee had yeah, no, number wise. He is Alabama's played a little bit tougher schedule than Tennessee. Tennessee played a couple of people that are pretty difficult, but they were either on neutral courts or. Or at home. So, uh, Tennessee's nine and three. They got losses to yeah. Purdue, uh, Kansas, and North Carolina. So that's yeah, well, those, two, those those three good 
games there. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, you're right. Does John David, does uh, John Kroll's grandson play any for Tennessee? I didn't even know it. John Kroll? Yeah, his grandson's on the team. I didn't, his daughter. I didn't, uh, it shows I didn't even know that. Uh, I'm sorry. His daughter's uh, his daughter's son's on the team. She married John David Phillips, that quarterback yeah. at Alabama from Anniston, and uh, they got a son that's on the Tennessee basketball team. He's a, I didn't. I didn't know that. No, I doubt very seriously he's playing much. I, I don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're okay. Yeah. They're a good team. They go through shooting. Shooting struggles sometimes, but they'll be good. Kentucky has had not played the big guys yet, or hadn't, hadn't gotten worked in yet. They'll be. Kentucky's making are uh, coming close, coming close to shoot. They're making ten threes a game. Alabama's making eleven. So they're yeah, you just don't, I just don't. Of course, I'm. We got games about every night. I just don't see Kentucky as much. Used to see Kentucky all the time on national TV, and it was a big brand. I don't. See them playing as much, do y'all? I don't ever. I, uh, see them I, don't, I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. That's a good. That's a good comment, Barry. You don't see Kentucky like you. Yeah. So they used to be the face of college basketball, but uh, maybe they are, and I'm just missing it. Uh, but anyway, I think all those teams. I think you know, like North Carolina's died down just a tad, and Duke too. Yeah, I don't see Duke as much. You know, you used to see them and the Cameron Crazies and Coach. I guess Coach Coach Kayla. I don't know. Maybe. It seems like now all the games are on different. They're just not on the national networks. Although Fox now is making a comeback for uh, not comeback, but that, they've got a lot of national games on. Yeah, we uh, got you know we got football running to the second week of January now. I have had, but even just now it's really going to be big when you have twelve teams. Uh, it, yeah. it takes away a little bit, I think, from, from basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of football, I I believe that Taylor Swift. Travis Kelsey debacle is ruined the Chiefs this year. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Uh, it was a cute story at the beginning, but now that uh, they've lost four home games, they're probably ready for Taylor Swift to get back on tour. Uh, yeah. The newness yeah. has worn off on that. Uh, so anyway, yeah. well, Cowboy, we yeah. appreciate it. I'm sorry right, you had to. Good. Sorry Take you care. had to pay for Bryce, but maybe he'll get you back oh, that's next time. All right. That's all right. He needed a good meal. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. You can look right there on the website, the new inventory, the used inventory. You can schedule a service right there. they got a picture right now, this beautiful Grand Highlander. We'll talk to Justin uh, tomorrow about all the great deals they got going on out at Tuscaloosa Toyota. We're at Skyland Boulevard today. And tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Phone lines will be open for a couple more phone calls, and we'll get out of the way for the Gary Harris Show. You're listening to Todd. 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, seeing a bit of an increase in traffic around the area. Let's start with McFarland. It's a little bit heavy between Rose Boulevard and Highway 43. Skyland Boulevard, somewhat slow between 69 and McFarland. If you see other conditions, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Looking for Christmas. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Expect clouds, a little patchy fog early this morning, increasing sunshine during the day. The afternoon high near 58. Tonight, partly cloudy with an overnight low near 36. And for your Wednesday, a decent supply of sunshine. The afternoon high near 58 degrees. Meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide 11 to 12. Big news sports uh, from 12 to 2. Ryan Fowler, who went out to uh, California yesterday, uh, so he'll be out there. He's going to beat the team out there. So um, he'll have a nice trip out there in California, but he'll be able to tell you what's going on. He'll be out there on the ground uh, out there all week uh, in Pasadena. I've just seen an update from Mr. Ryan Fowler. He's actually just arrived at the media hotel. So there you go. He's getting all the fanfare and all the. And you heard Kevin talk about how much they take care of the media at events like this. They put you up in a. Well, I say put you up. They let you pay for it, but uh, a really nice hotel out there. So, uh, does this bowl season uh, get started? We talked about. Uh, some of the SEC games that will get going uh, with Texas A&M being the first one out. Uh, your blue plate uh, is Clemson over Kentucky. Uh, what, what will we learn about uh, these teams um, during this bowl season? Uh, not much. Uh, and the reason for that is because it's just what you said, transfer portal. Teams are diff- quite different. Uh, most of them are. Alabama doesn't seem to be. Um, Michigan outside of the outside controversy probably is not. Um, so the teams that are there, the four teams that are there for the, for the championship games are pretty much, you know, okay. But the ones that are playing in bowls, as you've mentioned, uh, I think it's a different team in a lot of cases. Uh, I'm sure that Vegas is scratching their head as to, before they make lines as to who's going to be there and who's not. And uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a guest deal. So, um, we'll see. I, you know, I'll, I'll have two blue plates. I've got that, and I'll have another one for the, on the first, um, first of the year for the three or four games that are being played. Yeah, I saw somebody uh, on social media. Which I thought it was ridiculous criticizing Tyler Buckner. Said, "Well, he wouldn't have stayed if it, you know, he didn't have a chance to win." Right here, the guy that's staying, <laughs> gonna see it out with his team, then he's gonna sure. transfer over to Notre Dame. He's probably not gonna play, but he's playing no. whatever role. But so we criticize them for staying. Well, he wouldn't have stayed. Then we criticize them if they leave. So these kids can't even win. Uh, no. He's he's uh, why would he? He's, why wouldn't he go uh, sure. after Pasadena? He's been with this team all year. Practiced all uh, year. Practiced all year. Is opportunity to go out. Uh, for a semifinal game that he of could course. be a part of, um, so I don't. I, I'm just. They wouldn't, cu- have, they wouldn't have written that if it had been their son. I'm just curious huh. as to what's going to happen, uh, Justin, with this quarterback room for Alabama. You know, the window for these guys. Of course, they can they can also go in the spring. So there's not you know, uh, like they won't have another chance if they decide. Maybe they they look at their situation then, and then maybe they can evaluate it. Come back in the spring play. Uh, go through a day and then make a decision there, but it'd be hard to believe every one of these quarterbacks will be back. But maybe they will. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, Justin? Yeah, it's a confusion. Go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. We're going to see some people, some more quarterbacks enter the portal. I think the only 
I, it's it's obviously not a guarantee, but we know Milrow's coming back, and I'm I'd be willing to bet that Ty Simpson stays as well. Yeah, I, I think he's in line to be the next. I don't think Julian Sayan is going to jump him, at least in this off season. Um, so Ty Simpson should stay. But like you said, the real question is going to be the the Dylan Lonergan, um, all the names, of course. Yeah, I mean, I mean these guys yeah. just got to look <laughs> the at the situations. Well, the, pro- the process, the, hey, the process of the transferring is not going to happen because you're going to play for the national championship. So you're not, you're not, you're not in. You may have a process of going transfer with your mother and daddy and your uncle, but you're not doing anything because you're going to, to to play to be on part of a national championship team and get a bunch of gifts. Yeah, but I'm Ty Simpson. I mean, I'm not putting my name in the portal right now. I mean, I got a chance to win a national championship, and I'm one play. Not. I'm one play away from sure. uh, you know being in the game. So sure. credit to him. Uh, whatever he's thinking, whatever they're doing behind the scenes, and maybe he is coming back. It's not even an issue. But uh, you see well, I think somebody's... Ty Simpson, Barry, and the, and the new guy coming in. But I'm not, I'm not sure I agree with Justin on on both those guys. Somebody there. Uh, they bring in Sayre, whatever his name say, is. Say, uh, it's a lot. It's a crowded I, room. Uh, and that's one position you can't play yeah. multiple guys. All right, that's it for today's show. We're going to get out of here tomorrow. We'll have Max Howell, who normally joins us on uh, Mondays. He'll be with us. We'll also talk with the Bill Cameron. We'll find out what Auburn's uh, attitude is heading up to Nashville, Tennessee, for their bowl game with Maryland. Keep it locked in. You list the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.